How we doing? I am your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob. Welcome to Station B.O.B. And let me tell you a little about thee. I am a kid from a Harlem hood who turned out good. I got educated like I should. Now I know how to help you grow to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. With that said, I am here to provide you with some clarity associated with the perplexity of the challenges in your life, love, and work. So, without further ado, let's get down on it. Enjoy the show. Ah, yes. Welcome once again, my friend, to Station B.O.B., where you listen to learn how to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. I'm your host, Dr. Rob, and as always, I'm excited and happy to be with you today. And once again, I have another top topic. Today, we, we have two brothers who had the same father, but only one of them had a chance to call him daddy. And you'll learn about this story, and hopefully this is a story that can inspire you, no matter what your situation is, regarding whether or not you know one of your parents or never knew either one of your parents. And with that said, let me introduce our guests. I have, um, you know, my day one best friend, first best friend in life, Mr. Dwayne Johnson. Uh, he grew up with me. We're both from Harlem, USA. And then I also have Mr. Tracy Ellis, who is Dwayne's brother. And so they're here today to tell the story about what they know and what they don't know about their father. And so for openers, Dwayne, I'll go with you. Uh, talk talk a little bit about life with your father, you know, the kind of person he was and how was it you know, as a little boy, to have a chance to grow up with your father. Okay. How's everybody doing, first? Okay. My father was um, a military man. He served 45 years in the military. He was an Air, Air Force. He um, never drank, never smoked a cigarette, barely heard him curse. He was um, a really, like, Dedicated father to, he was kind of strict, kept us in order, you know. We had a good family. We was very well, uh, well, united. We uh, did things together. We had big Christmases with him and my mother. He, uh, he stayed around for like first half of my life on it, like, first quarter, whatever, because he was around until, like, I was a teenager. Circumstances, I don't really know why, they, you know, my mother broke up, but he taught us, you know, values. We went to Germany. We lived in Germany for a while because, you know, he, we traveled with him. He lived in Germany for four years. You know, came back across the German family. <laughs> <laughs> But um, he was a cool guy, good-looking guy. 
you know. Um, but like I said, he was uh, really, like, I kind of, he was strict. Like I said, we had to say yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, to my mother. Make sure we had, you know, we was there at the table on time. You know, um, a lot of times he would go away and be away for, like, months. Because he was, um, I mean, not months, but come home every weekend. But he would go to another military base. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it wasn't in the city. We didn't know where it was, but we just thought he would come home on the weekend. When you say we, how many but, um, how many brothers and sisters did you have? Well, actually, we I was raised with, it was six boys and one girl. And then we had my cousin that moved in with us, you know, at a young age. So she was like, actually really like my sister. Uh-huh. She was around us. But um, it was seven. It was eight of us all together. It was seven by my mother and father and my cousin Cheryl made made eight. So it was like it was like when families were they had one father, you know. Um, you had everybody had the same father back then. Back then, families were as united, you know, and more close together than they are now. But um, course, you know. Told us, like I say, told us values. You know, he, really, he wasn't really there like in sports. He was a good basketball player. He taught us a little bit about basketball, but most of the things we learned, we learned on our own. Okay, okay. But, uh, you know, Bob, when you was there. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> but, uh, exactly. So, but, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Tracy, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, how you doing, Tracy? I'm doing fine. Okay, so Tracy, where'd you grow up? Uh, Chicago. Oh, you're from Chi-Town. Okay, that's that's all yeah, right. I mean, uh, my mom, my mom was from from North Carolina. That's, uh-huh. where, that's where uh my dad met her at. Okay. And uh, okay, well, I'm gonna get into who that. Knows what happened? Right, right. For, well, all right. So let's get let's get down on that right now. So Tracy, so. You and Dwayne are brothers. You have the same father, and you guys just recently met. So we'll talk about that in a few. But what I want to um, get at right now is your experience um, with not having your father. Um, like, would you just talk about how was that, and 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 also just speak to the you know when did it start to bother you, or or did it bother you? And when did you notice that, hey, you know, who's my dad? Where's my dad? Okay. Uh, I guess it started early in life. Because uh, uh, when I was young, all the way up until I was six years old, I lived in uh, right outside the Army Base, Fort Bragg, North Carolina, with my grandmother and my mom and my great-grandmother, uh-huh. you know, uh uh, I ended up having a sister two years later, my sister Deborah. Uh, but uh, well, you know, do you know your your brother Dwayne had a sister named Deborah? Also, yeah. So De- both of us. Well, I got two sisters named Deborah. Right. Well, let me ask you this: before you tell your story, have, have you ever met your father, Joseph Johnson? No, okay. never met him. Uh, always asked my mom, but uh. 
She would never tell me uh, who he was. I don't know if she was bitter about the breakup or what. You know, I mean, but, but that's on them. But uh, well, I mean, when, when, when I wanted... the day she died, I asked her to tell me. Oh, okay. You know, she never your, your, did. your mother passed away. She passed away in '04. Okay. Well, what I was trying to find out from you as a little boy or, or adolescent or teenager, at what point did it start to, you know, were you, you be, did you become curious about, hey, you know, where's my father? Where's my dad? And, and what effect or impact did that have on you? Well, it probably started uh, when I was about six or seven because my mom ended up marrying, uh, this guy, he was a soldier too. And, uh, but he was an abusive person, mm. you know, and the only way he could be that she would marry him, that he had to accept her kids. And he didn't do that. You know, not really. Uh, you know, he put up with us. And, uh, so I, I always caught the back end of his little anger. Uh, he drank and he get drunk and I guess he would think about something. So, uh, more than likely, uh, I caught, I caught that, you know, when sometimes my mom did, but, uh, so this had my youngest. So, uh, only thing he ever taught me was don't be like him. Okay. You know? Okay. But what I, but I, so wanted, you, having, I wanted you to speak to your experience with, um, your father, your bio dad, like when did it start to occur to you or did it ever bother you that you didn't know who he was? And did you wonder why he wasn't in your life? Well, I always did that. I had said that earlier. Uh, and I just asked my mom, uh, where my daddy at? You know, cause my mom ended up having, uh, seven more kids by my stepdad. You know, so when I saw how he treated them compared to how he treated me and my sister Deborah, you know, so, uh, yeah, of course, I always ask her, you know, uh, who is my dad, you know, because I know this man wasn't, you know, uh -huh. and I figured my dad would treat me like a son instead of the way this guy was doing and what would your mother say to you when you would ask her about where's your dad? She would, she would say, who knows? Uh, why are you worried about that? You know, you got me. You know. And what was, your, what was your response to that? Like, how did you, you know, did that help? Did it hurt? Like, what was happening? No, I wanted to know who my dad was. You know, he would never tell me. You know, I mean... I figured maybe she was just bitter now as I think about it. But then I just wanted to get out of out of this crazy man's uh, house, you know. Okay. So this lasted until I was 17. I mean, when I was a kid, you know what I mean? I was kind of like a little, little thug, gang-banging and all that because I didn't care, you know. Uh, yeah, I went in the Army when I was 17 uh -huh. to get the hell out of his house. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, so, are you saying then that you know your 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 bio father became less of an issue because you kind of had your hands full with the abusive stepfather? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, basically. 
you know. And then uh, once I went in the service, uh, I started realizing, you know, just to make myself feel better, okay, mm, I'm going to all these different Army bases. And so hopefully I didn't leave a kid out there, you know. Because a lot of times, you know, when you're in the Army, you know, you go to a base and you're there for a little while and you hook up with somebody. And then all of a sudden you get transferred somewhere else. Okay. You know, so this way I'm, you know, I always try to put that in perspective. Maybe he didn't know he had a son. Uh, okay. You know? Okay. Okay. That's a positive way to handle it. So did you make any children that you didn't know about and later learned that you had? No, so far. Do you do you, you know, have I mean, it, I, do you have any children? I know I believe you're married, right? Do you have any children right now? Yeah, I got seven kids. Okay, you, you, your you know, Johnson. Boy. I got eight, but one son got killed. Okay, you know? I'm sorry to hear but, uh, that. So I got seven kids now. Okay, so all right, so you're dealing with you know an abusive father. You work to get out of his house, and at this point, I guess, like you said, you just kind of living life, and you know you're not getting any answers from your mother about your father. And uh, we talked, we we talked earlier, and you had mentioned that um, your mother died or she passed away, which I'm sorry to, to hear that, but you asked her to tell you then about your father. And so tell us about that. What happened with that? You know, uh, when mom was sick with cancer, you know, and, uh, I was, I was trying to stay there as much as I could with her. And, uh, so I said, mom, uh, before you pass, who is my dad? And she said, I'm going to leave it in an envelope for you. Wow. You know, she never did. She never left the envelope. Uh, I asked all my my brothers and sisters, hey, did, did mom give you an envelope? No, 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 no. What was in it? Don't worry about that. You know, <laughs> did she give you an envelope? <laughs> Well, what, no, now at this point, you know, at, hold on. So at this point, she had already passed away, and now you're looking for the envelope. Right. Okay. You know, and uh, the envelope never appeared. Uh, so, well, okay, I guess I'll never know. Wow. Uh, so hold that thought because I want to hear a little more about that, but I have to step aside to let a promo in. And when we come back on the other side of the break, let's pick up with, you know, the idea that you said you, you guess you'll never know. Okay. Relationship readiness, life and work preparedness services, the place you come to for coaching, consulting and counseling in life, love and work. We are a multi-purpose service organization that will coach you up, educate, guide, and motivate you to succeed. We provide management training and consulting services for all businesses in the areas of employee relations, unionized employees, progressive discipline, the annual review process, and emotional intelligence to develop effective leaders for your organization. And our relationship counseling services for individuals, couples, groups show you how to become relationship ready with improved self-esteem, resilience, and self-awareness. 
To learn more about our programs and services, please contact Robert T. Gardner Jr. by email at changeagentrtg at gmail.com or request a meeting for a free one-hour consultation at relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and let's go back to Station B.O.B. Okay, welcome back to Station B.O.B. So we were just talking um, with Terrence about him asking his mother, his mother, you know, before she passed away, had informed him that she would leave some information in the envelope for him that had to do with who his father was because as the story is going, Terrence never met his bio dad. So, okay, Terrence, so now you don't find the envelope. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Tracy. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Okay, Tracy. So you don't find you don't find the envelope. So now, what what what's what's happening? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? I'm just you know uh, probably sad. Uh, it would have been great to know who my dad was. You know, uh, so I, I never figured. I said, well, you know, that's another disappointment in my life, and uh, I'm not gonna let that. Be, be the gauge that uh, I view life with. You know, I just say, okay, well, you know. Okay. I, I ain't never seen him in all these years, so, you know, I ain't gonna die if I don't. Okay, so you're learning now how to cope. So I'm gonna go back to Dwayne because the other day Dwayne shared with me the story how you guys were, how you guys connected. So, Dwayne. Okay. Let's talk about, talk to us about how you came to find your brother because I just want to say to the audience what is really important here about Dwayne uh, realizing he had another brother is because originally when we first met, he had seven brothers and sisters, and, or a sister and his cousin Cheryl and his mother and father. But over time, you know, all of his family members have passed away for one reason or another. You know, when I say his family members, I'm talking about the people that, you know, was in his home when, you know, at the time that his father was there, his six brothers, one sister, um, they all passed away. So now Dwayne is by himself without any brothers, and his father just recently passed it, I think a year or so ago. So Dwayne, now you don't have any brothers, your sister's gone. What, what happened that you were able to meet Tracy? Well, actually it was, it was, it was strange. It was like one of the weirdest things ever. You know, um, I was talking to somebody earlier that day my um my niece, my niece went on ancestry, right? She went on what ancestry dot com. Yes. Okay. And she was like just going through it, you know. We so we were talking. So she asked me certain questions about my family, you know, about about our family, and um, I was answering questions for. Her. So I said she wanted more information, and we called my cousin, my cousin Robert, Robert Johnson. So. When I called Robbie, we were talking, and we was asking about how could she get more information. We were talking about there was another cousin. We have an older cousin that had a family tree. So in the process of us talking about that, 
He's going to say, oh, yeah, Dwayne, let me tell you something. You know, I said, what he said? I was on Ancestry, and I met somebody on Ancestry that gave me information that you might have another brother. He said, I sent you a picture before, but the picture that he sent me, you know, then it wasn't like, I didn't realize the picture. It wasn't, it didn't, it didn't look like uh, part of the family, you know? So okay. He said, um, I sent you a picture. So I said, who is, you know, who? He said, his name is Tracy. I got his number and I talked to him or whatever, you know? So I was like, are you serious? Wait, so wait I, who, I just, whose number, oh, whose number did you get and who did you talk to? He gave me Tracy's number. Okay. My brother, you know. So I um I was like excited, you know, but I, I wasn't really I was skeptical too, like, you know, I didn't know. So he gave me a number. I called after he, you know, told me I called Tracy to answer. So he called Tracy, then said, Tracy, I got in touch with Dwayne, who might be your brother, he's gonna call you. Wait, who did that? Who who called Tracy to my tell cousin you? Robert. Oh, okay. My cousin Robert. So did Robert, Robert had, had Robert, Robert already met Tracy? Yeah, Robert, yeah, forget. Yeah. Let me go back. Robert met Tracy's daughter on Ancestry. His daughter is the one who found found Robert. His daughter was going through it, and she found Robert. Oh, okay. She, was, she must have had some information or something, but she found Robert. And him and Robert connected, you know. And then when she sent Robert some pictures, Robin, you know, she was like Robin's smuggler. So, Robin, that's what, yeah, Robin wanted to stay, you know, so they started connecting and he connected with Tracy. And then when he connected with me and he told me about Tracy, I called Tracy, you know, I didn't get the answer. And he called Tracy and told Tracy that I was going to call him back. So I wanted to call him Tracy and he was talking. And then I asked him, did he have a video? Like a video thing, right? So then when he um, we got on video, when I saw his face, I almost fell out. I was like, it was the most, oh my God, I can't even explain the feeling. It was like. Now, but why were you feeling like that? It was like, I have another brother. He was just like my father. Everybody wow. said I look like my father. Everybody said I was my father's twin. But when I saw him, he was just like my father. So I was looking at a ghost. Wow. And when his uh, fiance saw me, she's like, she almost fell out. She's like, you look like twins. Oh my God, that's your brother. And Tracy just couldn't hold, you know, his emotions, you know, whatever. And that was what, and oh yeah, at the same time, I already knew I had another brother, you know, from my father, you know, that was living out here in Georgia. Right. You know, I already knew about him for a while, but, you know, we didn't really see each other much or whatever. You know, but um, we talked and uh, we got to know each other. He knew who I was. And he knew some of his brothers. You know, when they were still alive. Wait, who you so, talk? Who you talking about? Knew some of his brothers. My brother Jarrell, Jarrell, Jarrell Walker, the you one know. that's in Georgia. Yes, he knew Tracy. No, he didn't know Tracy. Okay, at all. So no, I'm talking about. I'm talking about. When I called him, once I found out and I talked to Tracy, and Tracy sent me a picture, actually. It was crazy. I, I sent it to my niece and we couldn't believe it. I called my brother and I told him to come over as soon as he can. Actually, I said it was an emergency, so he came over. 
and I told him, you know, the news. We called Tracy Duel on the Duel, and we both was on um, Duel when we saw him. And he saw both his brothers. You know, we saw him, and we both like, oh, my God, he's just like Dad. He looks just like Dad. Wow. From so, there, Tracy, stay connected. So stay Get right. To hold that thought. So, Tracy, are you there? Yes, I am. What, so what are you thinking now? You're looking, you, you know, you guys are on duo where you can see each other virtually on your phone. So what are you thinking now? You see... Your brother Dwayne and you and him look just alike. And Dwayne told me that you look even more like your father than he does. So, what are you thinking when you looking at your spinning image? You know, on the phone. What are, What are your thoughts at that time? What are you feeling? What are you thinking? I guess I was just overwhelmed with emotion. You know, uh, wow! I got another brother because I got. I mean, like I said, I got. Brothers on my mom's side, of, you know, I got uh, three brothers and five sisters on my mom's side. No, I get that, but, you know, but I'm talking about here. Here is here is like uh, some evidence from, you know, about your father that you have been looking for. So what are you thinking in that regard? I was thinking, damn, why, 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 didn't, I, why didn't I meet my dad sooner? You know, because my daughter, if she would have did this here a year earlier, you know, I would have had a chance to meet my dad. And that's all I was thinking about. Wow. You know, because me and my brother, we look alike, you know, we look like dad, you know. And uh, I'm not just overwhelmed. Wow. Uh, I just couldn't believe it, you know. Wow. So, so, more brothers. So, so now you're overwhelmed. You meet this brother. You know, from your your bio dad, if you will, and um, mm-hmm. did that did that make you? Did you ask Dwayne like, "Well, where's where's my father?" You know, did y'all talk about that? And and you know, so what happened with that? Yeah, I already knew because uh, you know I had been talking to Robert. Oh, and Robert uh, told cousin. you. He, Robert told you that your father passed away. Yeah, Rob told me. You know, Rob and. Uh, Rob's mom before she passed away. You know, I I just talked to her on the phone all the time. Okay, and she said you sound just like like my brother. You just you sound just like your dad. You know, yeah, and Mr. Johnson did. Like he did. He did have like a southern kind of twang to his voice there. Yeah. So uh, and so I knew about everybody in the family except. And she said, but you you got you know you got. Two brothers, uh, Dwayne and uh, uh, Darrell, whatever. Uh-huh. So let me I ask you this. Let me let me ask you this. Does it did it make you feel like you know was there some kind of um, you know relief? If I'm not even sure oh, that's yeah. the right word, but was there some kind of oh, relief yeah. to to have some connection to your father when you met and saw Dwayne? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, I mean, it's going to be a, a connection there forever, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, just wish it would, I mean, you know, me and, me and the one, I mean, you know, I mean, in age, we're closer than any of my other brothers, you oh, know. Okay. And it would have been great to have a brother that I could have hung out with, 
you know. Right. Uh, you know. Well, Dwayne, Dwayne was crazy. I don't know if you were hung out with Dwayne, man. I don't know. Dwayne, Dwayne might not <laughs> want to hang out with me. <laughs> well, be be honest with you, Tracy. I don't know what's worse, Chicago or Harlem. You, you know what I'm saying? Because they kind of like, right. they like kind of like one in the same. But one thing we did do in Harlem, we partied, we had a good time, and you know, we smoked what we smoked, and we drank what we drank, and you know, we had a lot of fun. Exactly. You know, along along the way, and that's for sure. So. Do you find any resolve, you know, whatsoever? Because I, I know it's tough to not know your father. Then he passes away, but you meet a, you know, you meet a brother from your father's side. So, you know, is there any, you know, any kind of way you come away from that and saying, okay, you know, I didn't get, you know, I didn't get the turkey, but I got the dressing and, and the gravy and the collard greens. Oh uh, well, I, I I didn't I didn't get the breast, but I, I, I got a leg. Okay, you know? okay. I, I still got a piece of the turkey. Yeah. I got a leg. I got my brother. Yeah, yeah. So, Dwayne, what does it do for you now, just to to have another brother? And you had so many brothers. You know, where we grew up, all of my friends had big families. You know, Dwayne had seven. My other friends, they had seven. We had one friend with 13 brothers and sisters. It was just me and my sister. My sister overdosed on heroin and passed away. And then one of my cousins, you know, came to live with me, and we grew up like brothers. But even he and I as brothers, it was just the two of us, but all of our other friends, including Dwayne, everybody had a big family. It was like it wasn't acceptable if you didn't have seven to eight brothers and sisters almost. I mean, that's what it seemed like. So, Dwayne, what did it do for you now to say, hey, you know, I got a this other brother here that I didn't know about. I mean, do, do you feel, you know, like, okay, you know, I'm back in action. At least I got one more brother to, to hang out with, to talk to. Yeah. When I, um, when I first found out, I cried, you know, but it was like all the uh, brothers that I lost, you know, cause we, we were close, you know, that we were all close. Yeah. I love my brother. You know, with all my heart. My family was very close. You know, we would do anything for each other, you know, no matter what it was. And for me to sit there and watch them all die, you know, and my sister, you know, then my pops and my moms, you know, it was like, it was like a big empty void. Even though I had kids, you know, it was still an empty void in my life, you know, listening to people that I grew up with and I love with all my heart, uh-huh. you know. Then when I came out here, like after my father died, I came out here, you know, to live out in Georgia, live out here in Georgia. And I had another brother out here. So I figured I would be all right. You know, I got another brother, you know, I, you know, he got kids. But um, we have never really connected. <laughs> you know, um, I look for like, to try to connect with him and try to, you know, bring our relationship closer, you know, since, you know, that's my brother, the only brother I had left, you know. I want to get closer to him, you know, even though he's much younger than me. Right. But it didn't work out that way, you know. He's, you know, he's into his own thing, you know. He's he been out here all his life, and I guess he didn't have the time, like, really to come over. But I don't know. I'm not trying to bad mouth him or whatever, but I just don't know, you know, what, what his situation is or whatever. So when I found out I had another brother, you know, 
I was overwhelmed. I you know, I went crazy. I, that's why I called Darrell, the brother that's out here, and I told him to come over as soon as possible. And I told everybody in my family, and I called you the same day. Uh-huh. You know, um, excuse me. Um, so it was like, um, it was a new day, actually. You know, it was like I was really happy. I mean, I was so happy. Didn't see that. He, didn't know that he was really my brother by looking at him. Well, I didn't have to take no DNA test or anything <laughs> before, yeah. because I saw my father when I saw him, you know, and it was like, I couldn't believe it was too much. So I made sure that I, you know, I connect with him and I, you know, I stay in touch with him, you know, because this is another chapter in my life, you know, you yeah, know, yeah, so I'm yeah. another brother and come to think of it, he's an older brother, you know? You know, he, you know, we talked and he told me his story, you know, whatever. So I made sure I sent some pictures of the family, you know, um, we already had pictures of dad, I guess. But, um, I started sending pictures of, you know, his brothers, you know, and his sister, you know, and, um, he started telling me, you know, sending me pictures of his kids and, you know, my nephews, you know, I got more nephews. Oh man, you already, come on, man. You already had a huge family and now you got, uh, more people added to the family. Do you guys have any plans to ever connect? Because you haven't met in person as of yet, have you? Yeah, I want no. to. Excuse me. Wait up, let me go first. Um, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> I wanted to, when I first met Tracy, I was willing to pay Tracy way to come out here to meet me. That's how bad I wanted to see him. Wow. You know, you know I was like, Come out, Tracy. Come. I want you. I want to see you. You know, but he had, you know, things he had to take care of. He's in the process of doing other things. You know, so we did. Like he did say, he's gonna try to come out here in the summer. But Tracy, go ahead. Say your say your side. Say your part. Yeah, I mean, uh, is, is that in? Hey, this is. Uh, I was closing on the house when we first when we first uh, hooked up, and. You know, you know how it is when you're closing on the house, trying to get everything together. So I knew I couldn't come out. So right. Me and my wife, she said, she said, as soon as the weather breaks, you know, on her vacation, she said, we're going to drive to Georgia, you know, from and, Chica- you're gonna and drive- hang out so you can see you're, your brother. You're going to drive from Chicago to Georgia? I drove truck over the road for 33 years. Okay, okay. So I, drove, I drove a Greyhound bus for nine years. Oh, okay, you know. so that's one so, of them things. Are we are we there yet? You gonna you gonna have one of them? Are we there yet? Kind of trips across the country. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. And so you going you going to your daddy house to see your brother, huh? Yeah. That's all right. Yes, indeed. So so Tracy, I'm about to you, Tracy and I'm about to wrap up, but I have to let another promo in. But when we come back on the other side, I just want to see if you can just share something with anybody who's in the audience who may not have known their father, and and maybe you can have a, a good word or two to help them understand and cope with that. So hold on to that. Okay. Let me let this promo in, and we come back and hear from you on the other side of the break. Okay. Have you read any good books lately? Your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob, is the author of three great books. In his first book, The Choices We Make, 
Robert takes a look at relationships to help readers learn how to have a good relationship with themselves before they can have good relationships with others. In his second book, Access Denied, Robert brings an eye-opening perspective about what happens to children and fathers when their relationships with the mothers of their children end on bad terms. Robert explores what he calls child pawn when a parent, usually the mother, uses a child as a weapon to hurt the other parent. Robert provides a let-go lab in his book to help parents find positive ways to resolve their issues in the best interest of their children. Light Up Your Life is Robert's latest book. Robert writes about the fact that we are all born with a special God-given talent. Even though we are all born with a special talent, most of us miss our true calling. In this book, you will learn how to find your special talent and light up your life so that you can become the person you were born to be and live a more fulfilled, purpose-driven life. Books are available at barnesandnobles.com, amazon.com, and Robert's website, relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and back to the show. All right, welcome back. Well, we were just talking to uh, my man Dwayne and his brother Tracy about their re reunion and and how special that was for for both of them and um before we get back to tracy you know tracy's going to share with us his thoughts about what you know he thinks that you might be able to do or should do you know for any of you who may not have met either your mother or father but before we do that what i like to do here at station bob is take a take a second to laugh you know laughing is very important so we're just gonna i want you to think about something funny and we're just gonna take a second to laugh right about now Oh, that was funny. I don't know what they were laughing about, but it sounded like it must have been funny. All right. So, yeah. Trace, we, we, we'll we start with you, and, and Dwayne could also have some closing remarks. But I just want you to, you know, take a couple of minutes and just whatever, you know, you didn't grow up with, with, with your father, um, but you met your brother. But is there anything you could say to somebody else who may be, you know, in the same situation as you not knowing their father and, and what they could do, you know, to cope or understand? Okay. Uh, all I want to say, uh, even though I didn't know my dad and, and I always wanted to know him, I think it, if anybody out there who was in the same situation, you know, I mean, it's up to your mother, you know, because a lot of times moms hold uh, they kids hostage because of something that happened between her and, and the relationship. And so if anybody out there is doing that, you know, uh, stop it. You know, kids need their dad. You know, uh, I always think, you know, when my mom passed away, I said, if I would, maybe if I would have known who my dad was, I could have went and lived with him. I wouldn't have had to go through all the, the stuff I did, you know, and uh, so I, that's why I always tried to treat my kids differently than my stepdad did me, you know, because living with a stepdad and if they're abusive, you know, kids go through hell. And so always, that's the only thing I learned from him was not to be like him. Wow. So, 
That's all I got to say. All right. Well, listen, man, I want to thank you for the courage that you had today by coming on, you know, on my podcast to, to tell your story. And um, I don't know what that, you know, what that experience is, you know, not knowing a parent. But I did lose my mother early in life. She she passed away suddenly when I was nine years old. But I was blessed, wow. you know, to, to, to at least know her for those, you know, first nine years. But it was kind of weird you know, growing up in the projects and all my friends, you know, they had their mothers. And I remember on Mother's Day, when Mother's Day would come around and we would go to church and all my friends had on a red carnation. And I think I had a white one, which meant, you know, that my mother had passed away. I mean, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't devastated by it, but, you know, it would make you feel kind of like, damn, you know, (laughs) you know, but. Everybody got a mom but me, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, we all got some stuff with us. and, and, And the real issue is it's not what happens to you. It's how you handle what was, has happened to you. And, listening to your story i think you did a great job and i you know i commend you for coming on the show and talking about you know talking about you know your story and i really appreciate it and i hope that it it makes a difference in somebody else else's life so Dwayne, in closing what would you like to say you know you lost you came from a big family and now you know you have children and I believe grandchildren as well, but now you have another brother. So, you know, what, what What would you say just to help somebody understand, you know, when you don't have much family anymore, you know, how you handle that? Well, it's, uh, it's a hard thing to handle, but uh, it's like you always, it's always uh, a night. Somewhere at the end of the tunnel, you understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I always like used to watch the Maury shows and see the shows where people find out they had a, a long lost brother, or they find their father, or whatever. You know, uh, it's 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 more like people like you know like me that just you know just feel like they lost everything or lost most of their family and. Don't really have um, a lot of desire, you know, because I've missed a lot of family, you know, events. You know, we should always be get together, you know, no matter what. We get together at a big table on holidays, the parties. My mother used to have a party every year, you know. Bob, you know about that, and uh, yeah, yeah, I was there, I was there. Yeah. And then, I, and then after you lose and and lose like most of the people that that were there, and you just have the memories left. You know, sometimes it's it's kind of hard. You know, you know, even though I thank God for the memories, but just to find somebody you know else that's that's blood relative to you, you know, that shares the same blood, and knowing that you know, um, you know, you never just to know that you know you never had a, a a thought or any any kind of recognition that they existed, you know. And then kind of find out their older brother, you know, that can, you know, that can, that can still give me some knowledge, you know, because they're older, which I thought I was the oldest one, but had no more. <laughs> yeah, back to the other side of the table for you, kid. Yes, it's all, it's a, it's a different experience. I mean, it's a better, I mean, I'm happy, you know, I'm happy I met my brother because, like I said, the other yeah. I had, 
you know, Mayhem is not like we like I want to be. Like me and Tracy just met, and me and him stay in touch with each other all the time. We talk on the phone, you know. When he calls me, I call him. We watch football games together over the phone sometime, or you know, whatever. What, oh, Tracy? Yeah. Who's your team? What's your team there? Don't tell me the Bears, Tracy. Minnesota Vikings. Oh, man. You know, I'm a Steeler fan. You see what they did to us last week, even though we came That's back. That's right. We came back late in the game, but, you know, it is what it is. Too late. Too little too late. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, bro. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. So, listen, man. Yeah, I, I can't tell here in Chicago because I'm a Minnesota fan. They're in the same division. Yeah, you know? of course. I know the deal, man. You know, Dwayne and I, we, we – we loved football. We would play football every day. The girl in the projects used to get mad at us because you know, we was playing so much football. But eventually we started playing run, catch, kiss, and all that stuff too. But football football was our game. It still is our game. You, you know what I'm saying? And it's all good. But I want to thank you guys really, the both of you, for coming on the show and sharing your story. And my hope is that it benefits somebody who has listened today. And I want to just say happy holidays, um, you know, to, to you guys and to everybody else. And before I wrap, I'd like to say, you know, remember that love is an action, not a word. And it's not supposed to hurt. You can get my podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts at. I'm your host, Dr. Rob, and I'll talk to you later. Peace. All right. Take care. Thank you, Rob. Thank you very much. As we wrap up this show, I hope this topic helped you to grow. And now you know a little bit more than you knew before if you have any questions about this topic please email me at changeagentrtg at gmail.com see my website relationshipreadiness.org to learn more about my counseling consulting and educational programs related to life love and work finally in the words of the late great reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. If I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word or song, if I can show somebody he is traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. Until we meet again, do the right thing when nobody is looking. Peace, beloved.